0: Welcome to the Paradoin Podcast. I'm your host Justin Oliver. Here with Dane Lee. Uh, today we're going to get into a bit of nutrition. Um, talk about some different things. Uh, <laughs> kind of have a a couple short stories here in a way. Um, so you know, in the fitness industry, uh, let's. There's a lot of information out there, right? And for most of us that are kind of engulfed in it, you get to see a lot of this information. You, um. I want to say people generally know a little bit more. They at least have like a base of knowledge. You know what I mean? Um, especially if you are serious about it and you're reading up on things and you're following certain people, getting tips, advice. Um, and it's amazing how I I see this from all ends, I guess, you know, is like, I look at, I, I train some, some pretty high level athletes, um, let's focus on the nutrition side. There's there's some pretty high-level people I work with. And it's crazy because even those high-level people you would think would have like a really good grip on nutrition. And for what I would think that they would know mm-hmm. or be doing, they're, they're sometimes not doing. You know what I mean? Um, but then I'll, I'll talk to someone that's kind of like an average person or whatever. Or for example, I'm going to get into – in my uh in my stock group um i'm in this discord group for a stock that i'm invested in and so someone asked for like nutrition advice in there they're like diet recommendations like what i'm doing is not working like you know all these things and it's amazing how like i can look at people that i work with and be like how did you kind of not know that you know what i mean but then i am in this group with people who you can tell they they probably don't work out very much or they just, you know what I mean? They're like common societal people that fall into these traps, right? Yeah. And um, <laughs> God, some of the nutrition advice that came through on this thing is hilarious. So I wanna kinda like, I kinda wanna go through and read some of them. Um, I gotta scroll back up because they're all talking. Just are these people that you strange. know? No, no, they- these are just people that are invested in the company um, from all around. Okay. Um like the United States and Canada and stuff like that. So um, I don't know them personally, but you see kind of the same common names. And people get, people try to be like discreet of who they are, Okay. but they also like some people will talk about their lives a little bit or whatever. Um, and there's like a big handful of them that talk all the time. So like, you know, getting into some of this stuff is just kind of normal for them. I, I don't really stay, say much in the group. Um, I just mostly... I'm in there for the updates and things I might not have seen. Um, now I gotta try to scroll around to find it. Okay. Here it is. So, so they asked for diet recommendations and it's funny, like some of this stuff that comes out, like, um, you know, one person had like a good recommendation, like change up your lifestyle activity level, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, another person was talking about how like you just need to cut down your intake. Um, how everyone should be doing intermittent fasting and your diet should can just consist of clean proteins and low carbs. Like, and then he, you know, he does list some like healthy snack stuff. Okay. That's cool, man. Um, But like, Oh, I'll keep going and then I'll go back to him. Um, Another person said like responded to that person saying that they need to do that. And this guy's like, Well, maybe that works for some people, but most people just have food intolerances. Um, And that's why people do the elimination diet and do it for months to find out like what they're intolerant to and um, that that's the way you diet. It's not actually don't worry about like the caloric intake of what you're eating, but rather what food you're eating, which I, I think what he's trying to. I think what he's trying to mean in a way is like, if you're eating healthier foods, you're just naturally going to, you know, lose weight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and like, yes and no, like, think about that. Like if that were true, then a- everyone who's an athlete and eats pretty clean would just be jacked, shredded, performing at a high level, you know, you know all these things. Yeah. So yes, that might work for someone who's sedentary obese and um, you start cutting out foods or whatever um but he's talking about like food allergies and food intolerances which that's a whole different ball game yep that's that's something completely different to like actual dieting for um for weight loss or whatever muscle gain or Mm. you know even performance side a little bit so it's it's just a different thing (laughs) then another person comes in how there's just there you know everyone has their own their own body body type when he met was like uh, ectomorphs, mesomorphs, all that stuff. He's like, you have to eat per, like what your body type is. Um, where's another one? Yeah. Like this, uh, and this guy's like responding, the one guy was responding about to the food intolerances. He's like, most people can tolerate most foods. Like he's like diet. And he's talking about like diet is easier than people think it is it's just people don't commit to it so there's actually like one guy in there that's like halfway like smart or whatever um i came in of course i couldn't ignore it so i came in with my you know just two cents of everything and i just basically said everything that i've said before um because i wasn't going to get into like arguments with these people I just basically said how there's all these different, you know, ways, methods, all this stuff. And how it's more about, like, your consistency of working out, you know, nutrition and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And, like, how everyone's body's different depending on, like, hormone levels, all that, you know, blah, 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 blah. I just brought this paragraph. I was like, all right, that's my two cents back to stocks. Because I didn't want anyone coming back in and, like, ooh, this and that. But um, it's just funny how, again, like, these are the people... And we see it all the time think of like people out coming to talk to you mm-hmm. um, about anything in the side of the fitness industry. Their mind is, I just almost don't get where they get the information from. And I think it's just people that don't know any better talk to each other and they might read something in a magazine. That's just trying to sell magazines, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and some of it's like still some old school thinking. Like I had a parent in the other day that um, didn't realize that like, like for her uh her teenage son that's in high school 16 years old like that it's healthy for him and it's fine for him to be lifting heavy weights like it's not yeah. going to kill him you know what i mean um i taught and i went into you know how you can do it when you're younger blah blah all that stuff but the point is like where the fuck does this information come from you know and i hear stuff like this all the time like Especially when I do get around my friends that don't really work out, you know, or, you know, like this weekend we were out in a group and there's people that don't work out, don't really take care of themselves. You know, of course they're eating shit food and drinking, you know, and then they're starting to ask me about nutrition, which I'm like, well, the first thing is to stop doing what you're doing right now. Literally what you're doing <laughs> right now. <laughs> what you're doing right now is the cause. Um, But it's just like, it's funny to hear people like. You know talk about the way they're gonna justify things um like i'm gonna eat this salad now but you're gonna drink you know 10 drinks tonight and probably have taco bell before you go to bed which like for someone who like okay like me like when we went out i knew i was going to have like a chicken wrap and uh, and some fries and I knew I was probably going to snack on some of the apps and stuff like that. And I was going to have some drinks. So through that day, yes, I cut my carbs down a little bit. I saved some fats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's because every day, for the most part, I'm eating to perform or to look better or to, you know, yeah. for the health of it all. But, but you'll see people pick and choose, like, when they do that. And, and then the reality is just... Be consistent, right? Like if you're consistent with your diet, you're going, it's the same with training. If you're consistent Mm -hmm. with your training, consistent with your diet, you're going to improve. There's no way you can't,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, you might have a limit on how much you'll improve from it, Yeah, but you're not going to find that And then you tighten down or you,
0: you know, you, you might have to adjust some things or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not just linear. You're going to get better forever. And then there's, you know, there is.
1: Um, limiters like right. genetics and things like that it's going to happen but but you're not going to find what those limits are until you're consistently doing that mm-hmm. thing long enough yeah to get to that point
0: i think that's what you know it kind of boils down to um and that's why anymore i stopped really explaining the nutrition side to people uh people like that and i just simply tell them like you have to be consistent first like you mm-hmm. have to be consistent with being on a diet being in the gym and it's always people want to take the shortcuts. I get asked all the time, like, what can I cut out? What can I add in? Like, (laughs) Hey, I I have a, a wedding in two months. Like, you know, how do I lose weight?
1: Like Jesus Christ. Like, (laughs) Did you think that it was a shortcut that made you gain weight Yeah. In yeah. recently? Like, no, like yeah. you did a little thing for a very long time that mm-hmm. led to you being, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 pounds over what you want to be. Yeah. And you're not going to reverse that just because you're suddenly motivated. Yeah. People, um, what's some stuff like, uh, I'll get asked
0: from like my buddies, especially well, well, what should I add into my training? Like, what do I need to do to get like bigger? Like I'm trying to put on some muscle. Well, fucking eat right. One, go to bed on time. Like, you know, sleep good, and get in the gym and just work out. Like, like, and it'll be someone that you know works out like once or twice a week, half ass. Like, you know, and then they, they maybe they do a jog, and there's my fitness for the week. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: you know what I mean? They don't. How do I take what I'm already doing? and have that be more effective as opposed to how do I change what I'm doing? Because I'm really happy with that level of, I don't wanna say laziness, but like they're consistently doing what they're comfortable doing. It's
0: funny because you'll see the people too, like- You gotta get out of that comfort zone. This is why I don't expand on it because I used to expand on it and they're not gonna get that, you know? And they're the same people that if you're like, okay, hey, how about this? You pay me and I will teach (laughs) you everything. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, I got these bills or, you know, I can't really afford it right now. There's always something, right. you know what I mean? And those same people, um, a lot of times will justify that in their lives, too, with with other things. But, you know, they're, the bottom line, there's, there, there is no shortcut. You can't just, like, ask someone. This is what I hate about the, you know, the Instagram, the Internet that mm-hmm. is... Everyone seems to know everything now. Everyone, you know, so people ask their fucking aunt who does, you know, Pilates, like, how do I, um, you know, what should I do? How should I work out? How Mm -hmm. should I try? You know what I mean? And then like their dumbass information comes to them and then they think that's the way to do it. And they tell someone else, it's just this revolving cycle of bullshit. And that's what makes our job so hard. Mm-hmm. And then when people come in, you're like, no, this is actually the way it's, it, it's like, no, that can't be the way. Like, that's not like, that's
1: work. <laughs> yeah. How do I do it without doing the work? There is no way. Sorry. Even though you didn't interpret the past 10 years of your lives yeah. as doing work, like you yeah. worked really hard to get to the point of mm-hmm. your lack of fitness that you're in right now. Yeah. You just don't view it that way. No. Yeah. You have to work equally as hard. Mm-hmm. And if you do it more strategically, like, it'll take less time mm-hmm. to fix that, but it's going to take time and work. It was funny. Um, you know, not to go off too far off track, but it's like, it, it deals with
0: everything. Like yesterday there was a guy in here who owns a business and, um, you know, we, we had happened and we were having like this little business conversation. He's like, he's like, you know, it's, it's literally, if you look at every part of life or whatever, he's like, it boils down to hard, working hard, and having the right people in your corner or the right people working for you, mm-hmm. he's like that's literally all it is. He's like, sure, there's luck, sure, there's right connections at the right time. He's like, but if you're if you're working hard every day and you make sound judgment calls, mm-hmm. things are gonna grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, it's not gonna. He said the same thing. Like, it's just like the training. Like, it's not just gonna go. It's gonna you have up and downs and all that stuff. But, um,
1: I like to think of luck as like preparation for opportunity mm-hmm. opportunities are constantly showing up. Yeah. You just have to have a, an open mind to it. Like some people, yeah, they have more opportunities mm-hmm. show up to them. It's just yeah. circumstances. But if they're not prepared to take advantage of that, then it doesn't matter how many show up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole other, we could go on that one but, for a while. but like that's that I, I feel that I just said that to, to someone the other day about like, it's, I think it's lost somewhere in our, in our generation. The older guys get it. Older women get it. You know, the older business people get it. Um. Like you're better together and the more connections you can make
1: genuine, you know what I mean? Connections. genuine
0: connections. Not like I'm going to use you because like, I need you right now. Card. And then we're going to network. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. You know, I, I'm looking at like some of these opportunities that I'm seeing or, mm-hmm. Even better yet, I just saw my buddy who has a couple companies is like in something something else now. With mm-hmm. someone else he like is connected to somehow. Like he's not he's not doing it on his own. But he's gonna pull another revenue stream because he's buddies or whatever. I, I don't know, business partners now, I guess. Yeah. With these other people. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, like it's it's all Everyone's all inter- interconnected somehow and you need to utilize that. So that, anyway, I'm not going to go too far
1: down that side. But one of the, I always got really annoyed. I don't know if you ever experienced this because once you have a good idea of what that base information is, what the general population generally doesn't, mm-hmm. you I would listen to other experts in their field and they'd give these really general answers. Yeah. And get pissed it's like come on give me something give yeah. me a better an- like I'm one of the few people now who I want more detail give yeah. me what that next level is yeah because there's a sense of I already know this I can't use it and I think the general population often thinks that they're in the same boat so it's like well give me something more specific than just show up and do the work and so you do like you said like yeah. you give them a better answer you give them more of your time yeah. and then they don't do it yeah. And what I think happens, at least in part, is that those experts saw over and over and over again, like you've seen over and over again, where you give them time, you give them your energy, you give them mm-hmm. your answers, and then they don't apply it. So what are you going to do? They're like, just show up. Yep. You're going to give them eventually the base answer because they won't even do that. Yeah, But they want these high-level answers, which is why a Gen Pop group of investors that you mm-hmm. saw they start pulling these. (laughs) I mean, some of the things I said, like they're not wrong, but they're not applicable in any way. Like you're not there yet. There's no reason that you should be worrying about food intolerances or intermittent fasting or like looking at um, like the whole low carb, clean protein kind of bullshit when you don't even know how much you're eating. Yeah. Yeah. They probably don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They probably, and they probably aren't consistent. Like, yeah, you know, if they're consistent for two days, what are you doing the other five? You right. know, it's like they, um, they, I, I guarantee they're not going to the gym four or five days a week. You know, are they active outside of that? Who knows? You know what I mean? It's like until you, until you have like, until you're starting to take those steps and those levels, like you said, like even some of my clients, um, I give them kind of the watered down version and the direct, answer of things because you're not going to no one care like you're unless you're truly interested mm-hmm. they're not going to care to hear the whole thing right but sometimes i'll throw out especially if they've been around a while and like they do their part and stuff i'll say why we're you know here's why we're doing this and here's going to be hopefully the outcome and blah 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 and the, without them asking mm-hmm. you know, i'll explain it you know what i mean because I know like they genuinely probably want to know yeah you know they i and, and they've been around a while so um I do that all the time with, like, nutrition clients. Like, I'll say, okay, here's my thinking over the next, whatever, two months, three months. This is where we should be. Mm -hmm. Or down the road, this is where I want to be. This is where I think we're heading, you know. Um, And that's all adjustable, you know. Something could pop up and we have to change courses. But um, I don't take, like, a new nutrition client and start explaining all of that to them you know what i mean like at at first it's very it's honestly very minimal explaining of anything Mm -hmm. because i'm just trying to see where your base is what you know i'll have people you know in nutrition that like it's like two three four weeks in and like they're asking all these questions that's like, you need to worry about that four months from now. Right now, you just need to learn how to make sure you're weighing your food, make sure everything's accurate, mm-hmm. make sure you're you're doing what I'm telling you to do, and let me see what's happening in your body. That's kind of the biggest thing, too, is like you can't make instant calls. Someone can't walk in here, sit down, give me no information, and me just say, hey, okay, do this. You know. But that's like in that group what was blindly happening. Mm-hmm. Like no one has any background information on that person. Oh, I'll do this. What like how do you how do you know that person already doesn't eat at all and you're telling them to do like intermittent fasting, which could turn into binging you know beyond right. binging like that could turn into oh well intermittent fasting well i I fasted for four hours, so now I get to eat three thousand calories and then I'm gonna fast for another eight hours and I'm gonna eat another two thousand <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. like they don't <laughs> anyway.
1: I So I hear those things. I really like the conversation around food intolerances, the idea of like what are things that you're sensitive to because I know that it has really helped me. Mm-hmm. But I know also in conversations with you where it's like that's like level four. Yeah, like you didn't mm. you didn't come out, you know day
0: one, well, weigh my food and let's see what I'm intolerant to. Like day one of ever no. like trying to change your diet.
1: No. It's like I was working on getting healthier. Uh, I I was 28 years old before I ever found out my food intolerances were like years and years of being in the industry before I ever did. And granted, it was also the fact that it was at the time it was hard Mm -hmm. to find a place that would do to like a food sensitivity or food intolerance testing for what I needed to get. Yeah. um, And just finding access to it. But you know, that aside, Yeah, there was this whole foundation of getting things figured out before I was like, All right, I'm ready for that next part. Yeah. And then once that was done, ready for that next part. And I think some people
0: hear some people say like, I have intolerance to this I've intolerance to that and then Mm -hmm. it's like this thing,
1: you know what I mean? Do they actually understand what that means? Or is it just it's a badge that almost allows them to have
0: How like white bread is like the big or bread just in general is like the big thing. How many people are like I get so bloated from bread and oh my God, I'm so intolerant to bread. And Mm -hmm. are you severely bloated intestinal, you know, inflammation for three days after eating bread? And are you shitting yourself? You know, (laughs) maybe not yourself, but are you running to the bathroom within like an hour of eating that bread? you're probably not fucking intolerant to it if that's... Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, in a nutshell, I'm All not right. saying those, those are the only side effects, but, like, you're probably not intolerant to that bread. Mm-hmm. Sure, you might bloat once in a while, but if you're truly intolerant
1: to a food, it will fuck you up. See, this is why I like testing so much more than the idea of doing um, the... Re- what do they call it, The removal diet or... Um, in, uh, an elimination diet. Elimination diet. Yeah. Because unless you're someone like myself who I'm fine, basically eating the same five things mm-hmm. every day. It's like yeah. fucking robot. Just like, yeah. this is what I like. This is what I'm going to do because I like being fed. I like being full more than I care about variety. Mm-hmm. Most people are not like that. They can't yeah. stand the idea. Yeah. So if you do an elimination diet and you have all this variety, you now have to pay attention to does that particular food, is it because of that one food mm-hmm. or is because it, it falls into a group? Yeah. So it's like idea of some people are intolerant to nightshades. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I cut out tomatoes and I'm still having a reaction. Well, did you eat eggplant? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it's a fucking nightshade. Yeah. So you, things yeah. like that. Like you have to look at the total group and now yeah. they're like, oh, there's so many things that I have to cut out. Yeah, that's an elimination diet. Yeah. So go get yourself tested mm-hmm. and you get to in some sense bypass all of that. Yeah. And you have a list of all the things that you shouldn't do anymore. Yeah.
0: And there's some things like, I guess I should backtrack. So it's not like you can have intolerances and have minor symptoms, Mm -hmm. but like what I was getting at is like, you don't fucking know that you're intolerant to something unless you truly are like people are, are, um, intolerant to like milk and stuff and dairy and all that. Okay. They know this because of those reactions that I mentioned, like that's how they know it. These are prominent reactions. They they know that that's going to happen or opposite effect. They don't go to the bathroom at all. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? So, um, like that's why the, the testing's nice. It's, it's a great, it's like we've evolved. Yeah, you know what i mean and those are the shortcuts if there's ever going to be fucking shortcuts those are the shortcuts but that's not what you do like step one step one no. of your diet i'm going to go get food testing and you'll i'll hear it uh well i decided to change up my diet so i went and paid for food testing you know this and that. so you paid that however much they charge you for to get your food testing done but you're still not even weighing your food or you're not eating consistent, healthy
1: meals every day. You know, it's not the money. It's the time. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'll go, it's like they're looking hundreds of dollars. And
0: that's the thing. If you get that list back, think of like, I mean, I'm guilty of it. Like, how much a doctor's told you not to do something before mm-hmm. and you still fucking do it. Like, well,
1: yeah, I'm going to do this one time. Cause it's well, a
0: special. I'm intolerant to these nuts, but you know what? These ones are really good. And I haven't had them in a long time. I haven't I've had been them good. You know, I've been doing good. So like <laughs> just a handful, isn't going to kill me. You know, it's a, sa- it's the same
1: thing. Three right? hours later, I'll never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you will.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when you eat Chinese food, you have like mm-hmm. the Chinese food hangover. Oh uh, yeah. Does anyone else get that? I get that. I eat it and the next day I'm like, holy shit, why did I do that? Good old MSG
1: feel like shit, <laughs>
0: but I'll do it again. Yeah.
1: A couple yep. months later is that yep. like you forget about what that moment was like ah, and you end up doing it. Yeah. Um,
0: all right. Uh, I want to get into the question and yeah, I got a couple, someone asked, uh, this was actually one of my favorite questions I've ever had. um, I almost want to do an episode on it, but I'll, I'll just kind of briefly explain what I said back to the on there in case you didn't see it in my story or you don't follow me or whatever. Um, someone asked, can you explain how to know if you've crashed your metabolism? So um, basically, kind of a good question. yeah, basically, I, I, I love this question because I've talked about this a lot, but I've never really fully like explained how I see that now it, there's a lot of variables to it so it's not like something that like someone comes out week one and it's just like oh I know this you, your metabolism sucks like I might tell them like your metabolism is weak or could mm-hmm. be weak and that's because I know the foods are on I, I've you gotta understand like I, at this point it's hundreds and hundreds I mean we might even talk about into the thousand bodies right mm-hmm. um, this is a, years and years and years and years of nutrition Years and years of seeing different bodies, years and years of like running through cycles. I've gotten people, I have people that have been with me six, seven years on nutrition. I have mm-hmm. people five years, three years, you know, whatever. So I have seen the longevity. I've seen the different cycles. I've seen all the, all the shit within just these people, you know? Um. So I know kind of a roundabout when someone comes to me, Um. again, I don't want to talk about like the eye test. I can just see and know. I'm not. I'm not a fucking wizard like that, but um I know almost around about like where food should be. so if someone comes to me and they're like, yeah, I'm eating 50 carbs a day, you know 75 fat or seventy five protein and 30 fat, and you know there are a hundred and you know 70 pound female athlete with you know fairly solid amount of muscle then then okay. Right there, I know that something's off, you know, Um, but the common things that you do see is like if you're dieting someone, you're dieting someone down or even yourself, if you've been trying to diet and what you're noticing is that you can continue to kind of bring down the food, but the fat levels don't really change much and the body weight doesn't really change too much. Um, That's kind of a a telltale sign. Now, Again, I don't want to dig too deep in that could be a hormonal issue, not mm-hmm. just like a metabolism issue. that could be a whole other host of shit. you know we could be okay. seeing thyroid issues. you know we'll, we're not gonna go down that that far that way, but um, understand that that's kind of a first tell that the, there could be a problem. Um, another one is that if you start adding back in food and it's it usually doesn't have to be a lot of food, their weight jumps very, very quick. Um, okay. and their body, like, it's not like their weight jumps and they're getting leaner or something, <laughs> you know, it's right. like, it's nothing like that or appear to be leaner. Um, so those are two big signs. Um, and I talked a bit about, uh, adaptive thermogenesis. So back fucking beginning of time, let's call it that. Um, <laughs> we, you know, we had times where we, our bodies uh, had to go prolonged periods without food, right? right? So we go into this where our body actually stops burning as much as it should be, right? All right, and because we've evolved in yes, like we're it's one thing I hate about the uh, what was the diet uh, years ago is fucking huge, Paleo. Age. Paleo. Mm-hmm. All right. This is one of the areas of that that kind of pissed me off. Is like, um, we're not in fucking archaic times anymore. Like, shit has evolved. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> our metabolisms, our bodies have evolved. And guess what? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years from now, things are probably going to be different again, you know, because that's what happens through reproduction. We, with all species, we evolve, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so because of these you know, higher diets that we're having, um, especially in this country. We're not in a country where, yes, there are some people starving All uh, right, we know that, but there's not, it's not a third world country. You can find food pretty much anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, food, there isn't food scarcity necessarily here. Um, there is, we're not going to go that far. There there's obviously like selection of food scarcity. Yeah. yeah. You know, there is poverty. We know that, but, um, For the common person, you're not starving, even though I'll say, man, I'm starving. You're not, you're not starving at all. But our adaptive thermogenesis has became a little bit more sensitive. And that's what people don't realize is like, you'll see these, you'll hear these gurus and these nutrition gurus talk about this, like, well, you don't really need that much food to work out. And like, uh, for example, I saw something the other day where a guy had mentioned how, um, you know, uh, they did studies, grown males, like hour on the treadmills, like they burn like 480 calories or something like that. Okay. I'm not saying you need to do an hour on a treadmill, 480 calories is still kind of substantial. Now let's mm-hmm. break that down. That was a treadmill walk. So what if you increase bodybuilding exercise? What if you add in like circuit training, something like that? You could be burning an extra four or five, 600 calories in a day in a lot shorter time it all depends on what you're doing mm-hmm. you know what i mean i hate that they use that example um so a lot of people have talked about like you don't really need to bring up food that much and your body doesn't need that much to perform and all that bullshit right
1: one of the other things we talked about is not just the amount of caloric expenditure in that moment but mm-hmm. how much do you need afterward yep in order to recover from it yeah i mean when they look at lifting you're metabolism yeah. goes up like 10 to 20% for 72 hours yeah. just to recover from so, it. So
0: well, when, and the idea is, um, to once you get more muscle in the body, so, okay, here's the bouncy ball effect. All right. I, I can't go into this too deep because I got to right. get to a session, but, <laughs> um, the bouncy ball effect is we feed you more, you train harder, you build more muscle, more muscle means you sit around you burn more sitting down, mm-hmm. Right. You train harder, recover better, build more, burn more, eat more. It all just keeps revolving. Mm-hmm. To an extent, it's not linear. You can't just keep jacking up right. foods. It's gotta, it's gotta wave a little bit. Um, but if you're in a conf- constant caloric deficit to the point where sometimes you can actually fuck up your, um, your system functions and things like that, mm-hmm. that's going to be a long-term issue. I have a client like that right now. Metabolism's fucked up. You know, there's uh, some hormonal issues that are probably going on. You know, it's going to take, I told her, this is a long process. This isn't happening in three months. Right. You know, um, so, and even that bouncy ball effect I just talked about, that could take a year. You know, it could take, it takes mm-hmm. time, you know. Um, but for example, and, uh, and I've done this through BOD pod testing and stuff too. So this is no, you know, bullshit, just throwing things out there. Um, had a girl come from CrossFit years ago, and we switched her to doing like power building training, limited her cardio. Okay. She was just doing some walks and things. And over the time period, I think it was about eight to 10 weeks, we brought her food up by about 700, 800 calories, and she ended up dropping 2% body fat, while her weight maintained the same thing. Mm-hmm. So right there proves to me that simply changing exp- energy expenditures does actually make a difference. Not, you know, uh, and a lot of people will say like
1: it doesn't, you know, and, and things like that, and it kills me. Like, you're. <laughs> it's very short sighted when they say that it doesn't because yeah, it yeah. doesn't take into account the full scope of everything. And everyone's that body's different. Means. What
0: if you're a fast metabolizer too? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a thing. So you already have that going for you, and then, like for me, like I've always talked about this, and it's happening. Like when I am a fast metabolizer already and then I kick up a little bit into a high intensity to kick up the output a little bit more the energy output a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm doing more bodybuilding based stuff and I'm not taking as long during my rest. My metabolism, it goes way up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just how it is again, that bouncy ball effect. So, um, we'll go a little bit deeper into that. I kinda, I gotta cut this off cause I got a session, but, um, we'll go into that one a little bit deeper and, uh, Hopefully we'll get to these other questions. So, all right, we'll uh, we'll see you in part two of this because we're going to continue on with that. How we going?